Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning our series on Pirkei Avot and especially the month of ER we begin learning Pirkei Avot in the afternoons since the summer months are coming. Uh, the, the daytime is longer during the weeks so instead of wasting our time in nothingness then it's a custom uh, given by, uh, to us by our sages that in the months of the summer, the summer months, uh, the long, long days, we should incorporate into our learning Perkeavot. So here we see that we're in chapter 3, uh, Mishnah 8, and Rabbi Elazar ben Yehuda of Bartosa says, Give him from his own, for you and your possessions are his. And so has David said, For everything is from you, and from your own we have given you. So here we see that um, that <clears throat> the previous Mishnah that we learned last week also talks about our relationship with God and, uh, and how we are bounded together through Torah and through people joining to, together to serve Hashem. Last week we were talking about the importance of a minion praying for, uh, when we go to pray, you should be ten men, and how the more people are together praying, the, the Shahina is uh, even stronger amongst all those people. So the, this Mishnah of this week extends the idea and tells us that we are bound together with God through our possessions as, as well. So it's not only through our prayer, it's also through our material possessions. So it is forbidden for a person to enjoy anything from this world without pronouncing a blessing. So Jewish people are, are, are commanded to do a hundred blessings a day. That's why every time we eat something we have a blessing. Like you don't only have one blessing for all food. You have a blessing for, for, um, for bread. You have a, a blessing for wine. You have a blessing for fruits. You have a blessing for vegetables, you have a, a different blessing for meat and chicken and cheese and, and things that you drink. So for everything there is a blessing. So he's telling us here, the Maharal of Prague, how important it is that before we eat we recite at the proper blessing because in this way we're telling God that we are enjoying his blessings. When we eat something and we don't bless Hashem for whatever he's giving us, it's like saying, you know what, you didn't give me anything. I, I made it myself. I, I'm the owner of the world. So Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, anyone who enjoys something from this world without pronouncing a blessing is as if he has made a personal use of heaven of heaven's sacred things as it is written. The earth is God's and the fullness thereof. So it's like when you have a guest in your house and this guest decides to go into your closet and wear your clothes without asking permission. It's something like that. Like if you have a guest in your house and they want to wear your clothes, at least come up to me and say, hey, I have a party and I don't have anything to wear. Could you lend me your dress? And you would give it to them, uh, hopefully. But it's the same thing. This, this world is Hashem's world. It's his house. So whenever we take something from him and we're not thanking him, it's like if we're taking away from him without not even asking him. So Rabbi Levi pointed out a paradox between verses. It is written, the earth is God's and the fullness thereof. It is also written, the heavens are the heavens of God, but he gave the earth to mankind. The solution is, 
The context of one verse pertains before pronouncing the blessing. The context of the other verse pertains after pronouncing the blessing. So why is it considered a sacrilege to enjoy something without saying a blessing? So here the Maharal of Prague explains that God created everything for his glory. Everything is for his glory because all creation attests to the greatness of Hashem. So when you see beautiful flowers, you see a beautiful field, you see you go to the ocean and you're in the beach and you see the magnificence of the oceans, how amazing, how awesome it is, really it is showing Hashem's glory. It's like his clothes. He's dressed in all his creation. It's his his uh, way of relating to us. So our only right to use his creation for our enjoyment is that he bestows such blessings upon us. So we can enjoy it because he gave it to us. Only because of that he made them so we can enjoy them. But when we call him blessed, we mean that he's the source of blessing for others. So we know we can enjoy everything that comes from God. But when we bless him, when we say, Baruch, Hata, blessed are you God, what we're doing is that we're recognizing that he made it for us. So here we say eh, in the Braha for food, for example, we recognize that God created it. And in that, our use of it is possible only because God bestows goodness on us. We can only enjoy it because he gives it to us. He could have not given it to us. So eating food without a Braha is a sacrilege because its existence had implicit expressed in the glory of God as a creator and a master. So here we say that conversely by articulating the blessing, we explicitly declare his greatness and kindness and thereby enhance his glory when enjoying his world. It's really gratitude. It comes down to gratitude. There's nothing worse than an ungrateful human being. That is the, the beginning of all the worst of the worst. Like when a person is grateful, everything else falls into place. But when a, people, a person doesn't see the goodness in what he has, then what good can come out of it? Nothing. So here he says, give him from his own for you and your possessions are his. And it says here, since everything is God's, as it says, the earth is God's and the fullness thereof, and everything is, is his glory, as it says. The fullness of the earth is his glory. Therefore, no one should be upset about giving to God for it is his. So here it's talking about us giving to God. So for example, tzedakah. When you give, Hashem says, you have to give 10% of your earnings. What does this mean? Because the other 90% Hashem gave to you. So he gave everything to you. He gave you this 100%. He's only asking you to give the 10% to a poor person. That's what he's asking from you. So when he's saying here to give, really when we give, we're giving of Hashem's uh, bounty. We're not giving our bounty. When you're giving sadaka, you're not giving your money away. You're giving Hashem's money. He's entrusted it with, uh, you with it so you can distribute it in the right way. That's why he gave it to you. If you would not be a good uh, distributor, he would uh, give it to somebody else. He would give you the 10% and take away the 90%. So everything is from you and from your own we have given you. So this refers to the wealth that God bestows upon the nation with which they built the holy temple. And we might have expected the verse to read, and from our home have we given you. 
the fact that it says, and from your own, underscores vividly the point of our Mishnah, the subject of this verse says, wealth is not ours for even a moment. It's not ours. Your house is not your house. Hashem gave it to you. He's, it's on a loan. And we consider it to still be in God's jurisdiction and not ours. So therefore, we have only given you of our own. So every time I cook for Shabbat, I buy food, I, I buy flowers, I make the house beautiful. Reality, I'm taking from what Hashem gives to me and I'm giving back to Him. This is what it is. It's not for me, it's for Him. But it's from what He gives to me. So this is the concept here. And uh, we should always be givers. And understand that when we're giving, it's not from our bounty. It's not, nothing is ours. Everything is from God. And that, thank God, He gives us the opportunity to be givers and not takers. And we should always be happy for that. So I wish you a good week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.